the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Friday night. Oh, child. It could not get here soon enough. This week felt like about... Many years ago, I went to Club Med down in Cancun, and I was told it had no TVs, no phones, no newspapers, and I was told a day there was like a week, right? And uh, and it was true. It felt like it felt like I came back after a week. It felt like I'd been gone a month. That's kind of how this week has felt. It has felt like it's been a whole month be- between Monday and Friday, and I'm just grateful that you guys uh, shared uh, this whole week with us because it's just been crazy. But it ain't over yet. We got a great show for you guys tonight. We've got Congressman Daryl Issa. Will be here. He did an event today out um, with uh, uh, cosmetology school, so that'll be interesting. And he's going to be here to share about that. And we're gonna we're gonna a- ask him some tough questions uh, with the issues that are uh, on your minds the most. And then we've got, of course, it's Friday, so we got our education contributor Bob Walters, who's going to be here. We'll try to squeeze in some phone calls, so jot this number down eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. You'll have to make it pithy, as Bill O'Reilly used to say. Keep it. Keep Keep it short and sweet because we've got a lot to get into tonight, like uh, some breaking news tonight from Mussolini. He's trying to outrun that recall train with announcing some reopenings. But I, I, my man here, who, who's uh, my partner in crime here, is going to be be sharing with you guys the real deal on the reopenings. So thank you for being here with us tonight. We are streaming live right now on the Facebook, on the Answer San Diego Facebook page, as well as in Kaniacs. And the man I'm talking to, my partner here is, of course, it's DJ Potato Skins. <laughs> DJ Potato Skins. We're putting the interests of America first. They're part of a long American tradition of proving democracy's critics wrong, of showing that we have the courage to stand up for what is right and what is necessary. Just a little bit of a tease. I was talking about it with DJ Carrot Sticks earlier on today, Andrea. Mm-hmm. And you know what? People should be excited because I believe stadiums right now in the purple tier can see a capacity of 100 people. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Ain't making this stuff up. Okay. Uh, Nussolini, you really think you're going to avoid a recall playing this kind of game? That's the kind of that. See, this is the kind of manipulation tactics that they use. Not unlike Cuomo. We're going to talk about Cuomo in a minute. They are masters at this. They're going to announce a reopening, and then they're 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 going to have what is it, what stadium is going to allow 100 people? The Padres. That that is that is, is not even good. that does, doesn't even allow for the peanut people, and and the concession stands a hundred people. But that's that's the game that they want to play. 
Because they don't, because the truth of the matter is, it doesn't matter what the science is. It doesn't matter the fact that we have 40 million Californians and to, and to date, only if, even if you believe the number, only a tiny percentage of Californians, we never had hospitals overcrowded. A tiny percentage of Californians have died, not enough to justify the lockdowns and the shutdowns from the beginning, let alone continued shutdowns. But Mussolini does not want to release the grip. What he wants to do is play games with your psyche. So you'll t- we will take the foot off the gas of the recall. Uh, the ballparks, theme parks, and stadiums, they're eligible to reopen for one. Doesn't mean they will. That doesn't mean they will. And as I've said how many times, reopenings are not a reopening when you continue to... to Keep the grip of tyranny, the jackboot of tyranny on the necks with unconstitutional regulations. And they so, want to reopen Andrea. They need to look at Texas. Well, um, well, te- yeah, you know, um, uh, there's actually Iowa, from what I understand, is actually even has more freedom than Texas. Because when this is going to be a question I have for Congressman Issa when he comes on. Yeah, I think it's time for Congress to intervene here. I know that we don't have. We don't have the majority in the House of Representatives or the Senate anymore, but but that doesn't that shouldn't be a reason for the, the Republican Party to not join together. And they're intru- not even and, trying. They're not even trying to, to introduce some legislation that says that this is unconstitutional. What's going on here? Um, gotta get, gotta go. But we'll bring Congressman Ice on in a little bit to, to pose those questions. But breaking news today, and this is one reason why we need Congress to get involved here. Uh, you know, I don't want to hear that. You know, states' rights. Congress and the federal government can't get involved with what states are doing with these shutdowns and lockdowns. Well, absolutely they can, because so much of what's been going on with these coronavirus responses has been funded by the federal government. So the left wants to always play the game that, you know, that the federal government and FEMA and 330 million Americans are all joined at the hip and their taxpayer dollars have to be taken from them, doled out by the federal government to the states for emergencies. But then but then the Democrat governors want to say, well, you can't tell us what to do because we've got states rights. So I think it's time for a federal government to get involved. Case in point, Cuomo, Cuomo lied. People died. Right. Breaking news today that not only did they lie, but they actually they did an FBI. Remember, remember back uh, when, when it was finally exposed that, yes, they lied to the FISA courts and there was an attorney who, who altered an email and presented fraudulent evidence to the court in order to continue to illegally spy on American citizens. Well, that's basically what Cuomo did. He and his staffers, they didn't want to reveal. They didn't want to reveal how many seniors were dying in nursing homes. So they literally falsified a report. And then when Cuomo was and 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 this was done at the same time that Cuomo was seeking to get uh, the authorization to get book royalties so he could write his book deal called Leadership, he should be. I don't know what the legalities are there, but you know he should be. Certainly, there needs to be a criminal investigation here. But think about this for a moment. Think about think about what kind of soulless heartless monster you are to send six seniors to their deaths, cook up a a plan with your staffers to try to hide it from the American people so you can make money off of a book deal bragging about how great you are when you know you're hiding corpses of seniors that you killed. How is this man still in office? If he were a Republican, he would have already been yanked out by his nipple rings, his nipple clamps or whatever they're called. 
I guess New York doesn't have any uh, doesn't have an impeachment mechanism, so he can't be impeached. But do you think the the Republican Party would not let him continue to be in power? It's outrageous. And if we had an FBI and a DOJ that was actually interested in investigating real crimes going on instead of trying to find 16 year olds that maybe were hanging around the Capitol on January 6th. Then we might start having some you know, elected officials held responsible for the crimes that they're committing. Quite frankly, I'm not really that interested in some staffer that he hit on who kept her mouth shut for, for two or three years. I'm really tired of these Democrat women coming out years later. How many seniors? You didn't think about it till now. Well, yeah. You know what? You know what? My, here, here's my comment to you, young women who are now complaining. Had you come forward, how many seniors' lives might have been spared because Cuomo would have would have uh, not been in office during this coronavirus? Lies. This every aspect of this quote pandemic at the state and local and at the federal level. In terms of the responses from the shutdowns and the lockdowns, we every aspect of it has been a propaganda push on us. We never needed the lockdowns. We have been lied to. Cuomo isn't the only one who's lied to us. Fauci's lied to us. And Mike Pence kept Fauci. Mike Pence did a, a task force press conference with Fauci in December. The, he is the highest paid the highest paid government official. And he hasn't said one word, by the way, today about Cuomo hiding the information. Now, Cuomo's excuse is that the federal government gave these guidelines. Well, why is why was Fauci not fired when we had you couldn't visit a, a family member who was a senior in a nursing home? But supposedly the federal guidelines were, was to send six seniors, take them out of a hospital and put them in nursing homes. That supposedly was what Fauci what the federal guidelines were. It is time for us to completely reopen this country. You want to wear a mask? Wear a mask. Nobody's telling you. you don't, if you have to have a mandate, if you're panicked over, over people wearing masks and you have to have a mandate, have you, know, have you put a mask on? Something's wrong with you. You want to wear a mask? Wear a mask. You're freaked out about going to a restaurant and possibly getting getting coronavirus. Don't go to a restaurant. But we need every business reopened in this country. And we and a full reopening means no mask and no distancing requirements. There is nothing in the Constitution that makes this acceptable. What's going on in the country today? We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Congressman Daryl Issa. Talk to him about what can be done to end these tyrannical, overreaching uh, governors as well as election integrity, which is the number one issue that I know you, my listeners, care so much about. So stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Speaking of donuts, there's some Mary's donuts from El Cajon in the, in the, ooh, those are some yummy donuts. 
If you're out by way of El Cajon, be sure you stop in there and eat a donut. And I'm not pay- paid to, to pitch Mary's, but they are some fantastic donuts. Speaking of El Cajon, Congressman Darrell Issa was out there today visiting with some cosmetologists, and I don't think he was there to get his hair did. I think he was there because they're not able to work with uh, under these COVID restrictions, and he's here to discuss that and more, and he joins me now. Congressman Issa, welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Well, Andrea, thanks for having me on. And, and it, it's I hate to always have to. It's worse than that. It's not just a, not able to work. The state literally refuses over 7000 graduates of these vocational schools like the academy we visited today, refuses to give them their test and gives them delays now over a year uh, going all the way back to last March. Many of them have been unable to work. And the governor has done nothing about it and has no plan. So, uh, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, well, wait a second. Is coronavirus, you know, so more spreadable and more contagious when you're getting a mani-pedi than it is if you want to go into a pot shop? Because or maybe maybe they need to turn these cosmetology, uh, you know, uh, uh, stores or, or salons into pot centers at the same time, because those have been open for business for the entire year, haven't they? Well, you're exactly right. If, uh, if while they're doing your hair, they would give you uh, an edible marijuana or, you know, cannabis, then they probably would be allowed to be open. Uh, it's just amazing that the, s- the state is crying poor. What they've done in California uniquely is every state worker has gotten full pay while not working in many cases. And now their answer, as we're beginning to open up, as millions of, of Californians have had their vaccines, their answer is our people still aren't coming back to work. Our school teachers aren't coming back to work. And the very people that have to test for exams for things like cosmetologists, in fact, are on half schedule, full pay, half schedule. That's your, uh, you know, your state worker, unfortunately. Well, um, as a congressperson, I, you know, I, I know that you're out there to support them today. And I'm beginning to wonder what Congress can do to finally end. There is no science or data that supports these continued shutdowns. Quite frankly, I don't see any science or data to support um, the unconstitutional regulations that are that are in place, like mask requirements and six foot distancing. I don't see anything in the Constitution that allows any Democrat governor or mayor whatsoever to decide to tell what business they're allowed to stay open and, and under and under what means. And I'm wondering at this point, um, you know, these governors want to say, well, states rights. And I'm sitting here going, well, wait a second. How can you claim states rights here when you allow the federal government to provide, uh, uh, you know, help in the form of money that was taken from taxpayers all around the country, uh, provide help when it came to PPEs and ventilators, et cetera. So, you know, the Democrats want to have it both ways. And the, the, the voters are sitting out here going, well, what is Congress doing? And what is the Republican Party doing? We're the party of conservatism. We're the party of limited government. We're the party of the Constitution. I know that we don't have power in the House and in the Senate, but can't the Republican Party at least maybe introduce some legislation that says, you know what, this is unconstitutional? Well, uh, I wish I could say that the Republican Party did everything it could do when it had more power. But when we still controlled the Senate, uh, to be honest, a Republican controlled Senate was 
perfectly willing to pay people to not work more than if they did work, yep. leading to many, many companies who had jobs, who were essential, who were open to not be able to get enough workers. So yeah. mistakes were made uh, by the last administration early on by believing somehow this failed bureaucrat, Dr. Fauci, mm-hmm. um, had something up his sleeve other uh, than, quite frankly, a couple of jokers. Uh, as you know, um, this is the man who told us masks didn't work. Then he told us masks did work. Now he's telling people who have had their vaccines to wear two masks. And I think that's one of the, the salient points that uh, mm-hmm. uh, Mississippi and Texas and other states are beginning to call what we used to use the term BS for. Mm-hmm. Um if, if, in fact, you've already had COVID, if you've had your two shots, um, if you're K through uh, 7, 8, 9, 10th grade, the fact is you're effectively immune, you're not at, at risk, and the decision in those states not to wear a mask is now legal and, and constitutional and right. And uh, do I expect California to uh, follow suit? No, I do not. I expect uh, Gavin Newsom to be recalled here in California. And and do I expect uh, anything more than, at best, a Senate that deadlocks on incredibly bad legislation, including the one that was sent to them uh, just this week? Um, that's the best we can hope for right now. But I will tell you, uh, I've served in Congress, except for the previous two years, for eight to 18 of the last 20 years. And the one thing I know is overreach and extreme behavior by the Democrats are going to cause a revolt by the voters. Many of those swing voters uh, made the mistake of voting uh, in this last election uh, for a change in administration, which they now regret. And I will tell you, the people of Georgia, the people of most uh, states in the union realize they've made a terrible mistake by putting Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer in charge of their futures. They're literally right now taking every bad idea in California and trying to make it national law. Well, what they're trying to make national law is to codify all the means of, of fraud and in election irregularities and unconstitutional things that like what happened in Pennsylvania, where uh, the uh, the state legislators were not the ones who changed the election law. It was different secretaries of state, people that did not have the power under the Constitution to do so. And uh, I, I the number one issue with my listeners that I hear night after night after night from callers, the number one issue that was at CPAC among the voters was election integrity. 75, uh, over 70% of the 75 million voters for Trump believe that the election was stolen. And they believe that the Republican Party didn't do enough to in, in, in the run up to the election to stop the, the means of fraud with the mail-in ballots and all the shenanigans. We actually had a Republican governor in Georgia that cooked up a deal with Stacey Abrams. And now we're looking at this H.R. 1. And, you know, I'm hearing from Republicans that, you know what, we can gnaw bone all day long on policy and on this and on that. But and, and who won the straw poll and who's going to run in 2024. But if we don't do something, if the Republican Party doesn't do something to stop the Democrats, um, you know, tactics like what's in H.R. 1, then, you know, we're done. The Democrats are going to have have solidified a permanent voting bloc nationally. 
Well, you're exactly right. If H.R. 1 becomes law, it will take a, a law that is incredibly bad here in California, unlimited voter uh, you know, ballot harvesting, uh, complete uh, fraud as far as people uh, not only getting multiple ballots, but absolutely no system to verify that a person who registers to vote even exists. You know, in California, you could go to 58 different locations, register under 58 different names, never show any ID. And as long as your signature on each of those 58 ballots uh, more or less matched, those would all be considered legal. So, you know, when we talk about voter fraud, some of it is built into the system. Uh, and in the last election, they didn't necessarily need uh, machine fraud, which we haven't established one way or the other, although it's still being looked at. What they did was they simply put out so many ballots. And as you said, in Arizona and in Pennsylvania, where we clearly said we are not going to recognize those uh, electoral votes, it was because in both cases, the legislature didn't act and they acted unconstitutionally, at least here in California. When I sued the governor over his unlawful act, he went to the legislature. I didn't like the legislation, but at least it was constitutional. Well, we've got to be doing something. And and quite frankly, I'm not hearing Mitch McConnell's, uh, you know, that to me, the Republican Party should be out on the steps of the Capitol. They got they're surrounded. By, yeah, they still had the National Guard there eating meals with metal scraps and raw chicken and with the Capitol surrounded by barbed wire because Nancy Pelosi wants those optics. But, you know, um, I know that wouldn't be great. A great photo op. But I mean, I mean it sincerely when I think where is Mitch McConnell and all the Republicans? Why aren't why aren't they all in the steps of the Capitol screaming like a pig caught under a gate about this? Because, you know, uh, I, I'm reading articles from different Republicans talking about it and it's so in the weeds. You know, I, why debate the minutiae when the whole thing is unconstitutional? We're not supposed to have a centralized system of our elections crafted by the Democrat Party to give them power. And I'm just, you know, speaking on behalf of my listeners, Congressman Issa, they're sitting back going, "What? where is the Republican Party? Where, Kevin McCarthy, I'm not hearing from, from him. What are you hearing behind the scenes? Is there something happening behind the scenes that we don't know about? Well, every single Republican voted no on H.R. 1, and and I don't want to correct you on the Constitution, but unfortunately, the Constitution does say that it's it's left to the states unless the Congress shall act, and that's what's so dangerous about H.R. 1. H.R. 1 would be held to be constitutional in all or in part because Congress does have this right, but Congress has never taken efforts to take away from states what would be a legitimate right, such as verifying uh, signatures, such as verifying that somebody actually exists. You know, the amazing thing is that uh, it takes ID to get into the Capitol. It takes Mm -hmm. ID to get anywhere you go in America except the voting booth in California, and they want to nationalize that. Uh, So, you know, Leader McCarthy, we won't call him a firebrand by a long shot, but Jim Jordan and, and yes. Matt Gates and myself, we're screaming as loud as we can. The reality is right now we are one or two votes in the Senate away from Joe Biden or in his alternative, the vice president, able to sign legislation that would permanently make fraud completely legal and rampant in this country. Uh, there's no question at all. There won't. There's no easy solution for this except to be a firewall in the Senate. Every Republican voted no. We offered, uh, you know, absolutely uh, the best defense we could. 
But at the end of the day, we are very close to losing our country if this becomes law. And Nancy Pelosi knows it. It's not an accident that she took the worst of California law in a number of areas and is turning it up upside down. On top of that, right behind that, they're doing away with right to work states. And Nancy Pelosi knows what she's doing. People are fleeing California mm-hmm. for right to work states, for places that have freedom and opportunity. And what does she want to do? She wants to take it away so that you can't go to Texas, you can't go to Tennessee. Heck, you can't even go to Ohio, which is a right to work state, if all 27 of the right to work states are banned and uh, what we call EB-5 in California mm-hmm. uh, becomes the law of the land. There will be no independent contractors and the ability to uh, unionize people, even when they don't want to be unionized into closed shops, will have been codified in federal law. So we are right now begging people like you to get the word out, to make sure that we hold a firewall. And in 2022, we've got to realize that we're in a fight for the very fundamentals of our constitution that we've taken for granted. We've taken for granted that states have the ability to stand for freedom and not be oppressed by the federal government or mandated by other states. And it's slipping away as you and I speak here tonight. Well, yeah, because if they get this passed, if you can, if, if the Senate can't peel off and, and I'm not, you know, um, I, Mitch, Mitch McConnell should be all over the media and the Senate should be all over everywhere because that's where this is going and they should be screaming bloody murder to the American people and they're not. And, you know, um, and they should be putting the pressure on some Democrats uh, to, to not vote for this, because if this passes, then, um, you know, everything falls because if they, they passes, then that's the blueprint for them to steal every election. Uh, across the country at the state and local level and forever ultimately and it's a bigger issue than even just the independent contractor they my belief is their plan is a centralized system of power it's communism there's you know people you know it's time to start using that word that that's really what the democrats agenda is for this country it's 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 marxism straight up and and it's only um, i haven't even had a chance to ask you about i have to have you back because i'm going to start doing some segments on esg ratings Um, um, and and how uh, the the plan is to basically do what China is doing with their social credits, and it's going to affect our financial markets. You won't even be able to get a loan if you know you aren't working with banks or your companies, or you're dealing with companies that aren't you know following their environmental social justice warrior stuff. So we're 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 looking at America being completely gone forever as we know it if HR one passes. Wrap us up, to, to well, Congressman we, Issa, before we, we have to go. The the bottom line is that we are fortunate enough that there are a number of Democratic senators in states that don't believe in that kind of legislation, states that have good ID and have had it for a long time and believe in it. And yes, they are getting pressured and groups around the country, groups that aren't even partisan, but rather just believe in election integrity, are pushing those senators. So is it going to be close? There's no question at all. And I hate having to rely on Democrats who are only trying to protect their own selves not actually believing this but if we hold the firewall it won't be because they didn't want to do it or because if they get more power they won't do it they're going to do it and i think they've tipped their hand in so many areas that the american people now have a very valid reason not only to put real republicans back in charge uh, but to sweep us back into the white house in 2024 and that's what we heard and saw at cpac 
was a united party, a party where President Trump isn't leaving the party. And those who think that he's leaving are, in fact, those who don't fit in our party any longer. Absolutely. Well, Congressman Issa, thank you so much for going to visit me with those cosmetologists today. They're, they're an industry that's just really hurting and not getting enough care, uh, along with restaurants and, and other businesses. And uh, we'll have to have you back real soon and keep the conversation going on all the issues of the day. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned because we got our Friday education contributor, Bob Walters, here with some breaking news happening with schools across uh, California and the nation. So don't go away. And then later on, we got a little hero of the week and stink of the week. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. It's Friday. Y'all know what that means. That means my buddy Bob Walters, education contributor, is here. And he every every week he sends me his list of topics, and it just continues to grow. <laughs> but that's okay. Because uh, we're getting the word out as to what's happening in the schools uh, from kindergarten all the way th- up through college. And he joins me now. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Good, good. to be here. Yeah, always good to have you here. What you got for me? We start with some good news. Yeah, we got some. I got some good news. Uh, we the Kids, which is a group of, of uh, parents trying to teach kids after school something about their history and, and love of their country. And they just got an award from the Pennsylvania Association of Broadcasters for the show or the video they created called We the Kids Statue of Liberty. Oh, awesome. I I wonder if I'm going to see if I can find that somewhere and maybe post it on Facebook. Yeah. So I congratulate them and and I urge everybody to, if you you feel so driven, donate to We the Kids. You can find them on the the web page and help their effort to continue expand throughout the country. Awesome. That's my good news. Very good. All right, now give it to me. That's crazy, naturally. (laughs) (laughs) State University of New York suspended the student for saying in social media, this is on social media, not in class, that a man is a man and a woman is a woman. And when confronted, the college maintained that they did not believe they were infringing on any student's rights of free speech, but that this was an outspoken false statement that needed to be addressed. They suspended him. (laughs) Okay, so... um, if you're thinking about a school to send your kids to, this one doesn't follow science. And no. it doesn't follow the Constitution either. I mean, what can be controversial about a man is a man and a woman is a woman? Jeez, it tells you how bad things have evolved. Well, yeah, because and it tells you that, that when you have supposed universities, which are supposed to be about education, are supposed to be about teaching um, truth... <laughs> Because there are some things that, you know, this, there's some uh, classes that you take that are based on theory, and then there's classes based on actual fact. And what's yeah. the point of sending your kid to, a, to any kind of, uh, you know, a college or university if they're teaching um, lies? Well, I agree. And then you got Biden, who, of course, was bragging about he was going to get free college tuition for all students in the country and forgive their student loans. That didn't happen. What he is setting up is to support giving free education tuition to historically black colleges and universities. And when confronted uh, 
as to what he was doing for the Latinos or other ethnic groups, he said, we have to do stuff now to improve the plight, status, future, and empowerment of black people all over the nation. They are the ones seriously confronted with the racism in this country. Wow. Honest to God. It is just systemic racism. This is just and pandering of the worst possible kind. I am all for I am all for uh, Pell Grants, financial assistance, guaranteed student loans um, for, you know, kids that want to go to college. But simply because you're darker skinned than me, a a poor kid who worked five nights a week and took out school loans. Why? You know, I, I didn't get free college. No. You know, there's plenty of poor white kids. Go to Apple. Take a take a trip around Appalachia. Yeah. <laughs> right? You want to see some Very poverty. True. Yeah. All right. Go on, my friend. Then you got Berkeley Federation of Teachers, the president of that group, mm-hmm. Matt Meyer, mm-hmm. who took his kid into a private school and when confronted said, there is no public options for kids her age. This is a white guy with dreadlocks and has fought school opening in Berkeley for the past year. But he takes his kid to a private school. <laughs> Just like, like, you know, our governor and and other liberal who live by two standards, Pelosi. And, you know, you hear this. what they preach. Well, of course not. And you hear this and you think, okay, do do you people really, do do you not get now that uh, that the, the, the coronavirus was real, but the overreach was all about power? When you've got these wanting to keep your kid at home. And you're not able to go to work because your kids, you know, public schools shut down. But these people that are that are pushing to keep public schools closed have their kids in private school. What does that tell you? It's just pathetic. Then you got a leftist educational group in Virginia who called Learning for Justice is their name, convinced the school system in that state, the entire state, to cancel Dr. Seuss's uh, books because they have racial undertones. They claim these books suffer from anti-blackness and white supremacy. Mm -hmm. I never saw anything like this when I read them years ago to my kids. And when I reviewed some this past couple of weeks, there's no such thing in these books. Jeez. No, it's not. Now, of course, you know, eBay is now taking down the six Dr. Seuss books. And uh, you but you can still get Mein Kampf on eBay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he was, this was on the birthday of Dr. Seuss, a man yeah. who was a staunch anti-racist for the past 40 years. He did everything he could to fight the, the Nazi dogma that was going in when he first got going, and he was uh, very liberal. The group is related to the, the group that's, that's got him off the, out of the books uh, in, the, in the schools, is related to Southern Poverty Law Center, uh-huh. which last month couldn't investigate black radical groups since they indicated they were so busy watching and canceling the white racist ones. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like double standard again. Yeah. Uh, then we got more than 300 leading scholars who spent 17 months putting together what and how to teach K-12 to history and civics for the day's world and cross-ideological conversation about civic learning and history, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. Just like the effort that created Common Core as a poor solution to the terrible math and English education in this country, they also said everybody knows learning is boring. Well, that's a good message to put out. What's fun is is action. Action civics, like street demonstrations, is why Biden pulled the 1776 project on his first day in office, and he totally supports this group. Okay, so this group is about um, uh, basically promoting... Black Lives Matter protests? Yes, action civics. Not, action not, civics. Not historical history or 
Gotcha. Uh, nothing. This no. is about okay. trying to churn out little little Marxist soldiers for the state. That's what that's because yeah, we know. Yeah, exactly. All right. What else? L.A. schools, UTLA, that's the union, says three conditions must be met before the schools can open. Shots for the teachers and the staff, proper ventilation, social distancing. Well, teachers before old people. That makes sense, getting their shots. Well, it, well, and, well yeah, and what's, what's this ventilation? No, that's just something. Now, let me tell you what else that came out today after I finished typing this, this other report up. Microsoft has teamed up with the L.A. Unified School District to bring a COVID-19 scan pass for the kids to have with them to get into school and they must have a negative test for COVID every week or they cannot be admitted to class. Wow. Do you know what it costs to get a COVID test every single week? It's over like $100, isn't it? Yeah. It's just like, are you kidding me? It just, that's... Well, think about, yeah, so you've got poor families... Kids, by the way, don't get it, and they don't give it. And now we, we're going to break the backs of poor families who might have four kids in school where they got to get a test every week? Yeah, Microsoft, Bill Gates put this up today. They yeah, well, Bill Gates, that. you going to pay for it? <laughs> I don't think so. Even no, of course not. Parents to pay for it. What a jack wagon. Uh, then you got a Virginia high school student who said she was berated in school after she picked Candace Owens, a very... Uh, conservative, mm. outspoken black woman, as her choice for black trailblazer. She's a member of the Black Student Union, a member of Turning Point. Then the entire school board resigns after being caught on tape mocking the parents. She has since left the school, but otherwise she was suspended for picking Candace Owens as her choice for black leader of the country. Wow. <laughs> It's pathetic. I mean, they, anyway. you know, talk about bullying. You know, uh, you know, this is that they are, uh, you know, attacking kids like this. And this in it's it's absolutely it's child abuse is what this yeah. is. It's child well, it abuse. It gets worse. Yeah. Now, now they have racial bias. They indicate on a study done by the University of Toronto research team. It begins at six month old babies. They were attracted <laughs> to learning from their parents of the same color and were resistant to learning something new from parents of, or from adults of a different race when student in front of a six-month-old baby. So they want parents to bring in other races to interface with their babies uh, on a daily or weekly basis to get the racism out of their Wow. This is six-month-old babies. <laughs> wow. What's going to be next? They're going to be like, you know, you're going to have to have when you go in to get your seven months pregnant, you're going in for your ultrasound. They're going to br- they're going to bring in, you know, if you're white, they're going to bring in a, you know, a black nurse and try to desensitize the fetus, the unborn child. I mean, where does this end, Bob? I don't you know, I honestly don't know. Other than Boston Public Schools, my last point, suspends advanced class enrollment tests since too many whites and Asians were in them. 70% of the kids are white and Asian in these uh, advanced uh, education classes, whereas 80% of the, minor, you know, the school district's population is minority. So they're doing away with the test and the special classes for those of superior intelligence or extra hard work. They're gone, just like New York did and some other cities around the country. Yeah. Wow. 
Wow. Well, you know, well, you got enough and you crossed it. You crossed all the the different uh, areas from uh, six months old all the way up through college, Bob. Yeah. And anyway, I'm going to make sure I'm I'm loving the story about we the kids. And I'm going to see if I can find that video and post it up on Facebook. And thank you for all your hard work, my friend. Yeah, you too. All right. Have a good weekend. All right, now stay tuned because we got more. We got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week, and then DJ Potato Skins is going to educate you on before you get too excited and start thinking about planning that trip to Disneyland at $300 a head, you're going to want to stay tuned to hear what the real deal is about opening in April. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back. We're wrapping up this week's Andrea K Show. Before we do, we're gonna go to the phones real quick, take a call, and then DJ Potato Skins is gonna give you the details. All you need to know about the reopenings. All right, uh, Sean, I think from San Marcos is on the line. He wants to talk about Cuomo. Hello, my friend. Yes. Hi, hi, Andrea. Hi. I uh, just wanted to make a comment. Uh, you know, uh, like Barnes & Noble, you know, carries his book. Amazon carries his book. And maybe a couple outlets, other outlets might carry his book. You know, people need to, you know, put the pressure on and uh, make protests or what have you. I mean, if it was some, some other author as a Republican, they would be yanking that book from the shelves right, you know, tonight. So, that's a good point. Know. That's a good point. Um, you know, yeah. it's it, it's abs- it was absolutely outrageous and disgusting that he wrote a book in the first place. He's supposed to be, you know, who has time to write a book supposedly when you're governor over a pandemic, right? And now right, we right, find right. out that he wrote, wrote that book about leadership while he was he was lying to the public about deaths right. of citizens. He shouldn't be getting a dime from that. He shouldn't be getting a dime. And sh- and what we should all be doing is also be flooding the the publisher, um, flooding flooding oh. them with complaints as well as uh, complaints to yeah. uh, Amazon and eBay. Um, there you go. All right, Sean. Thank you for calling in. Right, Wish I, knew, I had more I time. I knew you would know what to do. Uh, <laughs> Thanks so much. Have a thanks good night. for calling Happy in. Friday. All righty. So Tater Skins, give us the deets. You're excited, right? You get the you know California's reopening again, April first, Andrea. I know, I, I know you can feel the energy. Yeah, I'm super excited. I'm ready to put on my Mickey Mouse ears. Well, uh, maybe put on one ear and okay. take it down a notch because okay. starting on April first, there is opening of some sorts. Theme parks allowed to open at 15 percent capacity. Now, this is if they reach the red tier. And I was like, oh, there's got to be some restrictions on that. And I didn't really have all the details I wanted. So I did a little bit more digging. And the limited reopening would not include, if you're going to Disneyland, Knott's Berry Farm, indoor rides. So if there's an indoor ride, which at Disneyland, there are many. Sorry, folks, those aren't going to be open. Are they going to give a discount on the ticket? Probably not. It's not. I've been a Disney lover for years. Uh, Never have I known them to give discounts on rides that aren't open. So they're still going to charge $925 a ticket. Uh, The last thing I read, ticket prices were expected to at least double, which would be about $250 to get in. And and yet you still can't ride Indiana Jones? And then have 15% capacity. So what is going to be like a lottery ticket? It's pretty much going to (laughs) be when you would go down there even at 100% capacity, they reach a certain level and then they just block stuff off. You can't even get into the parking lot. Yeah, that's not reopening this is just no, a waste that's of playing games i mean i would love to be a disneyland with only 15 percent capacity i would love to have oh, that sure. few people there um but i'm not going to pay full price and who if knows, I can't because ride... of the limited capacity they might even raise the ticket prices for right so what else on uh, stadiums like ballparks pro sports teams are limited to 100 people in areas where the spread of the virus is higher 
And what does that mean? It, it's just in time for opening day. So you can Todd and I can go out to Petco Park, you know, pay an arm and a leg and be able to see each other from across the way. Well, but only 100 people can get into Petco That's Park. What I'm reading. That's ridiculous. I don't know if that includes players and yeah, like concessions people, but uh, that's a very limited that, capacity. Anyway. That's 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 not even that's not even that is such an insult to even say that that's it, that is any form of reopening. With no people. reopening at all, and then they reinforced that with schools reopening, and they showed there there's a picture, and these desks are so far apart, it's ridiculous. Yeah, children don't get it, and they don't give it. That's child Gavin, abuse. Gavin, you're not reopening the economy, and you're getting recalled, my friend. All right, so time for hero of the week and stink of the week. Um, my hero of the week is Carrie Lake, who is a Fox reporter out of Arizona. 20 years, gave up a 20-year career and because um, she said she was tired of, I'm paraphrasing here, uh, it, it, she was tired of basically having to read lies and help spread fear and um, basically around the coronavirus as well as uh, Trump. And, um, you know, that, that takes a lot of courage to walk away from a 20-year tw- career. She's mine as well. Um, my runner up to hero of the week is the, (laughs) is the rooster. There was an Indian man who was doing illegal cockfights and strapped a, and strapped a knife onto the leg of his rooster and the rooster ended up stabbing him in the groin. Well, you know what, rooster? Good for you, man. Cause you, 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 you punch back against your oppressor. So he's, he's my runner for here of the week. My stink of the week is the entire, is, well, mine is the entire Democrat party. I go with that. Because they're absolutely tyrannical, Marxist, communist, pushing propaganda and just doing everything they can to destroy this country. Thank you to my guests, Bob Walters, Congressman Issa. Thank you, Skins. To the listeners, peace out. We'll see you on Monday.